This is Lantern Lights COVID-19 edition, your destination for continuing coverage on the COVID-19 impact at The Ohio State University. Okay, this is the first episode of Lantern Lights COVID-19 edition. This is a new series us at the Lantern have implemented to keep the public informed and to provide insight and opinion about the developments of the coronavirus, more formally known as COVID-19. Each day, we will be recording an episode that will be published around 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern time that will recap any news and any developments of the day. I'll be your host, Kevin Lapka, and today I'm here alongside reporter Owen Milnes, uh, reporter Sarah Silagi, Communications of Student Life, Dave Isaacs, and Managing Editor for Content, Abi Barari, to discuss the decision made by the university to postpone spring commencement to sometime later this spring. In an email sent by President Drake, the university is rescheduling commencement, but says it is premature to select a date and time. So Dave, we'll start with you. What else can you possibly tell us uh, about this decision made by the president? Well, you have to realize how fast things are changing in this environment. I, I said to somebody that it's, it's not that things are changing hourly, but things are changing minutely. So a lot is going on and, and a lot is happening. Our first priority and, and really the, the strongest, in many respects, the only priority at this moment is the health and safety of students. So in the Office of Student Life, we are, we are facilitating the move out uh, of residents from the residence halls, uh, things like that are going on. Decisions about what may happen in the future are important, but they've got to come down the road. We don't know what the next few days will bring. We don't know what the next few weeks will bring with this outbreak. And so there's absolutely no way of setting a date for anything because we don't know what the future holds. Uh, we know that uh, the time when commencement would normally occur uh, is, is, in, is in a zone when, when we're not going to be back to normal or it's very unlikely we're back to normal. And so uh, we move from there, but again, no dates for anything are possible. This is an ever-changing situation, but Owen, you've written an article about this for The Lantern. What else can you possibly tell us about what's going on with this situation? So like Dave said, it's a lot, like it's changing very rapidly and it's changing like almost by the minute and certainly for sure by the day and the hour because I started uh, talking to seniors about how they felt about, they were, their big fear was there wasn't going to be a commencement and the whole thing was going to be canceled. So I started doing that Friday and like writing an article about that, that we eventually ran today. And I had to change it today because of the announcement that President Drake made in the email of it would be postponed. And the general feeling amongst the people I talked to is that it is, it's very relieving that the commencement is postponed because instead of outright canceled, because for some, I, I, I can talk more about from the article. I talked to a fifth year a child of immigrants who's very excited that her parents will be able to attend now as opposed to not being able to attend because there is no cancellation. And it's just more, there's a little more hope from canceling it. And a lot of the seniors that I talk to at least are relatively optimistic about the situation and are trying to look on the bright side of things, which I find very uplifting and positive in this situation. Abi, you yourself, uh, you are a senior. So what is your kind of view on this being a senior? You are directly impacted by this. How, how do you feel about this playing out? 
Um, so obviously, um, it's not the most ideal situation, and I would have liked for things to progress the way it I was hoping for them to. But at this point, um, last week we found out that the classes are going to be suspended for the rest of the semester. I'm going to have it online, and I just it hit me um, suddenly that my senior year was over as it stood, and it took me a while to get kind of used to what the things were going to be like from now, and I'm still getting used to it, but um it's it's better that it's postponed right now but at the same time as an international student kind of poses more questions than it solves for me because um a my mother i was talking to her today she already booked her flights for coming for the third of may as it was going to happen as but um now we're talking about maybe rescheduling the flight or eventually canceling it because we do not know what's happening at this point also um since i'm an international student i have a certain like certain restrictions about the time I can stay in the United States after graduation. And so usually we have a 60 day grace period after the end of our program, which I took as to be our graduation. So with that, it kind of changes as to how long I can stay in the US for after graduation and then work on getting like a job or like an extended visa as my OPT um, provides. So it's just everything's up in the air right now. And the only solace I find right now is working on these stories day to day because that's the only thing that keeps my mind away from things and it's just I'm taking it day to day because there's no other way to do it. We're gonna get back to that but Sarah I first want to ask you how does this situation uh, directly affect at-risk college students uh, and seniors? Yeah so there's been a lot there's been two narratives I've found where from the university they are very concerned about the health and safety of the students uh, in particular but everywhere else it seems from public service announcements that we're getting it's really a focus on young people need to stay home for the elderly or for the people that they care about who may get sick but uh, what that fails to account for, a large population of students are in one way or another at risk for contracting either the coronavirus, COVID-19 itself, or having complications from it. Um, there are obviously the immunocompromised who, may be, who are on cancer treatments, or they have diabetes, they have pre-existing lung conditions, such something as common as asthma uh, can provide an avenue for many complications. But then there's also the idea of nutrition. Uh, the malnourished or undernourished also have weakened immune systems. The chronically fatigued have weakened immune systems. And uh, college students fall into those categories more often than not. And so a lot has happened, of course, and it does seem like things are being taken away from us and I've gotten a lot of people, I've, people expressing concern and disappointment and in many ways grief over the things that they've lost, um, not taking it seriously. We have this tendency to think that it can't happen to us, but uh, we fail to remember that there are people uh, in our classrooms down the hall from us who may die from this very illness, that it's not just the elderly. Sure, and it is kind of a stigma, but we, we want to 
make sure that everyone who is listening and watching uh, this is practicing social distancing and, and doing the necessary precautions. But I kind of want to go back to that topic about international students that Abi was talking about. So Dave, I ask you, uh, th this is obviously an issue not just for commencement, but for those uh, who may live in dorms and are now being forced to move out. Uh, have you heard anything about potential uh, you know, possibilities and opportunities for those international students who, who may be in a tough situation now? I think the best thing for them would be to contact the Office of International Affairs. Uh, that department, that office on campus is really handling uh, a lot of those inquiries. And, and I, I would say that would be the best place to go. In the Office of Student Life, uh, certainly uh, as we have students move out of the residence halls in order to uh, accommodate social distancing, as you mentioned, uh, we are uh, allowing exceptions uh, to that, uh, and we know that international students are, are, some international students are going to be a part of that, uh, if it is simply impossible for them to return home, we will accommodate them here on campus. So make sure everyone's using uh, those resources and following those, you know, websites and, and those resources to, to figure out their answers. But do you guys have any other opinions or thoughts about, about the decision here by the president to postpone graduation? Uh, I had a follow-up question for Dave in regard to how uh, the move-out process was working. Well, mm -hmm. particularly for students who are granted exemption, where will they be staying in the dorms they were originally assigned to, or will they all be like moving to the more uh, year-round dorms like a Taylor Tower or Morrill Tower? We will undoubtedly be consolidating uh, living arrangements. It doesn't make logistic sense to have people scattered all over campus. It doesn't make sense from a, from a dining perspective or for a from a staffing perspective. So once we get uh, a, a better handle on how many students will be remaining with us, then we will work toward assigning them into, into new locations. But the odds are very good that it will, it will, involve, uh, it will involve moving to another building. And then uh, with regard to social distancing, how is that going to come into play if all the students are in the same building? Uh, we're, we'll, we, we will work that out within in the move. That, that will be a prime consideration in how we make those assignments. Abhi, Sarah, you guys got anything else? Uh, Dave, yes, I have a question about the public health um, decisions that have been made by the university and will continue to be made. And this was asked of me by uh, somebody who is majoring in public health. She wanted to know uh, who exactly is the university consulting when making these decisions? Are they consulting an epidemiologist or public health expert within the university or is it an independent person or organization? We are collaborating with and, and working with a wide variety of uh, of health agencies, certainly the Wexner Medical Center and their experts are very high on our list and that's a, a strong collab collaboration, but we're also uh, working with Columbus Public Health, we're working with the Ohio Department of, of Health uh, and the Centers for Disease Control and other, and other federal agencies. So we are, we are in, in close touch and working with all of the above uh, to, to work out best practices, uh, both, both best practices and uh, those things which, which are now required uh, all across the board. Abi, would you like to add anything else? Yeah, um, I just wanted to just say that I appreciate what the president put out today with the commencement being postponed, but I know we, like international students, 
they do make up a fairly good amount of undergrad population. And so just as uh, an international student myself, my perspective on that is just like, it helps that knowing that it might be happening in the future, but I would prefer it to have an answer soon enough so I can figure out my travel plans in the near future because uh, as much as I appreciate that the university taking steps to possibly have our commencement like we were supposed to, it would also help in having a final decision. And I know that's not possible at this step because everything's changing so rapidly, but in the near future, if I if we get to know what's happening, because as we know, the University of Michigan canceled their commencement, and I was thinking they took that step, and I was wondering if there's a certain step like that in our near future, and that although might not be the best practice or not be as well received by the major population on campus, it would just help me kind of consolidate my future, and that's like something that I have in mind right now. According to the email, President Drake said they can expect a decision later this month. Currently, it's March 17th, so expecting in, you know, the next seven to 10 days, hopefully, uh, mm -hmm. there is something. But, you know, that is why this is kind of a new idea for us here with this podcast, but that's why we're here for those who have similar questions to be and to, to from Sarah, Owen, and Dave. If you, if you guys have questions and you're listening, make sure to reach out to us at The Lantern on all social media platforms. Ask us so we can answer these questions and help you guys uh, with anything you may want to know. Again, make sure to follow us and this podcast will be available under a new COVID-19 tab on the Lantern website. You'll be able to find us uh, on SoundCloud and on all platforms in the coming days. Uh, big thanks to Dave Isaac, Sarah, Owen, uh, B, all you guys for coming on. This is a cool thing. And again, you'll be seeing us every single day uh, as this pandemic continues. Thanks guys for joining. Thank you. Thank you. Nice Thank to be you. here.